0: It's time for the Creative Real Estate Podcast, your source for out of the box real estate investing strategies, brought to you by realbluespruce.com. Welcome back to the Creative Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Adams, your coach and mentor to thinking about real estate outside the box. I own over 100 doors, and all of them were bought and purchased creatively. So today's July 25th, episode 88. And did you know that on this day in 1814, English engineer, George Stevenson introduced the first steam locomotive. Today, I'm going to answer two questions of the week. Okay, Both of these questions have come up more than once just this week, so I thought I'd address them both here on the show. But first, I want to thank the last person who left us a five-star iTunes review because it actually helps us bring high-quality guests onto the show and puts us in front of more and more people. So, Jeremy Porto, thank you. Jeremy's review says... Great Real Estate and Personal Growth Podcast. He goes on to say, if you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, this is the podcast. It is great for helping you spend more time with high-level investors. Awesome perspectives, great content, and well worth listening to all of the episodes. Jeremy Porto, thank you so much. If you want one of our t-shirts, our mugs, or the book that I'm writing on meetup.com, and how to grow your meetup to be one of the biggest meetups, just send me an email with a screenshot of this, and I'll get you that book. Okay, so it's adam at realbluespruce.com. All right, friends, we've got two questions. Both of these came up more than once just this week, so I thought it would be beneficial to kind of share it with you here on the episode. The first one is, I've been told that I need to stay away from one-bedroom apartments. What are your thoughts? Okay, so I, I absolutely have some thoughts on this. And there's actually two ways that you can um, kind of underwrite a property that has one bedrooms and still close on it and be safe. But it has to fit both of these things. All right. So if it fits these, that means that you're going to actually be safe. And if you still don't want to close it, but you come across a deal like this, send it to me. I'll close on it. I'll even bring you in as a partner and I'll run it and I'll bring the money and everything. So let me explain uh, these two things that you need to know to be safe if you have a property that has more than half one bedroom apartments. And the first one is if the occupancy rate is more than 90% over the last two plus years in a row, that's the first indication to know that you're going to be safe. So basically knowing if it's hard to keep it filled, that is a way to say that it's actually not going to be safe. But if you've been 90 plus occupied, 90% plus occupied for the last two plus years, it's absolutely gonna help you to know that this is an area that can support one-bedroom apartments, okay? The second is uh, the larger than average unit sizes, okay? So in the area, if the average is 550 square feet, and if this property is 650 square feet, it's a great indication to know that in good times and bad times that those one-bedroom apartments are still going to stay full, Okay, right? So people are going to start moving out of the really small ones and into the big ones. And so this is a good way just to indicate that you're going to be safe. So, hey, guys, if you find a one-bedroom apartment, uh, let's say you have a hundred unit and half of them are one-bedroom apartments or all of them are one-bedroom, And you feel like it's risky because you've heard people tell you that it's risky. If you see these two things, 90% plus occupied for the last two plus years in a row, and it has larger than average unit size. If you don't want it, give it to me. I'll close on it or I'll bring you on as a general partner. Okay, so that's how you know that this can be safe. All right, now to question number two, which has actually come up probably three or four times just this week. And the question is, do I have to be accredited to invest in your deals? And actually, this subject is a little hard to discuss on the air because let me give you a bit of education on why. Okay, so there's two ways, two main ways to raise money. There's 506B and there's 506C. And when we do a B, that means I cannot what's called generally solicit. So on the ones that if you're not my friend or my family or somebody that I've known for a while, I can't even tell you about those deals. But if you are my friend and we're doing that, then you don't have to be accredited. You, we just have to have a relationship. However, there's 506C, uh, which is what we're doing on our next, on our next big deal on that one we are going to solicit it, okay? We'll put it on our Facebook legally. We'll probably share it on the podcast legally. Um, And on that one, yes, you absolutely need or you must be accredited. So if anybody's asking, what does accredited mean? Does it mean that I'm a really smart investor? Does it mean I took a class to get accredited? No, accredited is just an SEC term. Uh, The Securities and Exchange Commission has this one term that's, that basically just says that this person makes enough money that they're exempt from some of the protections of the regular public, okay, and what keeps them exempt is either the how much money they're making for the year or how much money they have. all right, so let me define it a little bit more, and this may change, and i 'm not an attorney, so this may change I, I might this, this episode is coming out here on. July 25th of 2018, who knows what's going to happen on July 26th. They may totally change this. But as of the day we're recording, you have to have either 200,000 coming in every year. So the last two years in a row, plus a reasonable expectation of doing that again in the year that we're in. Or if you're married or filing jointly, you have to have 300 coming in between the two. Okay. So maybe you make hundred and they make 200 or or whatever the combo is. And that is the same thing. It has to have happened for the last two years in a row. And there's gotta be a reasonable expectation that this year you're gonna be filing again for 300,000. All right, and these are all ors, okay? 200,000 by yourself or 300 jointly or you're worth a million dollars on paper except for your own house. All right. Does that make sense? Your house might be worth $2 million, but that doesn't count toward your net worth when it comes to accredited investor status. So it absolutely counts for you. But if you want to qualify for this status, this needs to be stuff that's in IRAs, 401ks, pension plans, um, life insurance policies, the stock market, Bitcoin, cash, or equity in other properties. So yeah, equity absolutely counts, but the equity in your own house doesn't even count toward it. So do I have to be accredited to invest in your deals? Well, if you're my friend or my family or somebody I've known for a long time, I will probably share with you some deals that I can't share with other people. Um, But if you're hearing it on this podcast, yes, 100%. If, if, if you're not my friend, if we don't know each other personally, then absolutely, I, I'm not going to share any opportunities on the podcast that don't go ex- specifically to just accredited investors. So I hope that answers your question. Should, should I stay away from one-bedroom apartments? Well, no, not necessarily. Just do a little bit of underwriting, see if it meets these two criteria. Do I have to be accredited? It depends, okay? So, And this is the same thing if you're investing in someone else's deals. If they're doing a 506B as in boy, and they're getting up in front of you know a, a large group of people and saying, invest in my deal, I probably wouldn't invest in that deal because that means that they are breaking SEC laws already. And if they don't have the care or the knowledge or the integrity to follow SEC laws, it may not be a good operator for when other important things come up. So that's just a, just a thing to think about. Absolutely, I hope that the knowledge that we share today on the pod- podcast really helps you. I hope that it benefits a lot of people um, please feel free to share this episode with some of your friends so that they understand uh, both of these ideas. And we'll keep bringing on the best guests that we possibly can. Hey, just wanted to say thank you, guys. Thank you to everyone who came out to our our event this last Saturday. It was it was awesome. We had a free event. There was hundreds of people. It was fantastic turnout and probably actually the best event that I've ever hosted. And you kind of start learning after hosting about 200 events, how to start doing them. Uh, So if you want to come to the next big event, we're going to be bringing Steve Firestone in October, the first Tuesday in October at in the evening. Uh, He's got a portfolio north of 4000 units. By the time he comes, who knows, maybe it'll be 6000. But I expect about 220 attendees. If you want to join us, it's free just go to denverapartmentnetwork.com and you'll be able to come to our next Denver Apartment Network meeting. People are flying in from all over the country. The last two events that we had, people fly in from all, the old, all over the country to come and join us. We're putting on the best events that we can, the best content that we can, and, uh, and it's really showing in our, our, the people that are coming and visiting. So thank you guys. Hey, before I let you go, will you share this podcast with a friend? Actually, will you share this podcast? If you like the content, if you love the content, and if you appreciate us coming at you with this great content, share it with a couple friends. Help us grow the podcast. Help us grow the listenership. I would be so grateful. And again, if you want to hop on to iTunes and, and give us a little review, share us what your thoughts are on the episodes, what you've learned. I would be ever so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on. And until next time, my friends, think outside the box.